Lau. <laughs> this is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. Oh Yow. my god. Everyone and welcome, everyone except for Zach. Welcome uh, to Make Believe Heroes, <laughs> an actual play, Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone. I am uh, your dungeon master. Yes, sir. And my name is Paul. His name's Paul. And tonight, oh, you're Paul. I'm joined once. Mm-hmm. I'm Paul. It's me. Um, I didn't know that. This guy. It's me. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by <laughs> some friends of mine for some more Make Believe Champions. Who are we playing with tonight? Hey, it's Felicia, and I play Mogert Stonefire. Ooh, Mogert. Mogert. I'm Joe Carroll, and I play Erwin Blackhoof. Oh, yes. I didn't know his last yes. name. This is Shanna, and I play Seeker Teeve. Seeker. And I'm Mike. I play your boy, Gilderob Latchlove. <laughs> your boy. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Yo, mama. No, I'm Lizzie. Got it. And, <laughs> and Got it. Uh, I play um, the one, the only, Nestle M. Crunch. M. What's the M stand for? It stands for um, Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> Just come up with that. Perfect. Perfect. All right, Zach. My name uh, is Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is. And I play Chris. Right. I knew he could do it. Very good, very good. And we are going to play some dungeons and also some dragons, um, maybe. Uh, but before we get into that, let's take just a moment and uh, talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Champions. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so last time, uh, we found ourselves back in the secret gnome city of Ruined Cathair, colloquially known as Ruined Rock. A secret place. Chris returned home. Uh, he met some old friends there. Stephen, uh, they had a very contentious... Touching, oh, warm... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, there was a yeah. lot of threatening. I don't Best know, something. Friends. It was weird. They have a weird dynamic, the two of them. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris continued on to meet his old friend, Gearby. And when he arrived, he found a, a, a new employee, a new employee of uh, Fizzy Gear Guild, one Gilderob Latchlove, um, who soon became Chris's new best friend, uh, along with his gnomish assistant scribe, uh, Nestle Crunch, Nestle Malcolm Crunch, as he is known. Um, Very much so. <laughs> but it's pronounced mmm. Malcolm. <laughs> it's pronounced mmm. Okay. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Like, oh, this is delicious. Okay. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Nestle, mmm. Crunch. Uh, <laughs> uh, soon, uh, Chris's old friend Mogert arrived along with her friend Copper, or as she is also known, Timpari. Drake on Kelly. They were tasked with. Uh, going to meet Baron Grable himself to try and convince him to give them what they need, a level three rune stone. Uh, 
but he was a turd. <laughs> they found that the uh, there was a rift that had opened up in the middle of the air, and out of it came two very unique figures to Rune Rock. One, Erwin Blackhoof, a large, yeah. muscular uh, uh, centaur, yeah. along with his friend Seeker, the <laughs> fox tabaxi. Oh, she's a fox tabaxi. Yeah. Felicia, were you on drugs the last Bro, time? Bro, it's been this? like Are seven okay? years. I didn't even know that. <laughs> she, yeah, she's a fox. I thought I knew about the fox. fox I forgot she's, about she's the a tabaxi. fox tabaxi. That's cool. Who's currently impersonating Mogur, stealing Mogur's identity. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought together by fate, the ways. 12 of them, or I don't know however many they were, they went in and spoke with Baron Grable. But to their chagrin, the Baron could not give them what they needed because currently the well of runestones has dried up. Hmm. All orders for level three and above runestones from the uh, the company that owns the patent on such things, the uh, Blurgen Blasting, uh, all those orders have been stopped. No calls being answered. No orders being filled. And this uncanny group of adventurers took it upon themselves Ooh. to go and visit one Gerald Blurgen, the CEO of Blurgen Blasting, and convince him to give him one of those, hey, what's up? We're going to steal his lunch money. They're going to steal his lunchbox, <laughs> uh, take his money, and beat him up. Of course, as these things go, there was a hiccup in the plan. I mean, it was oh, a great yeah. plan, right? <laughs> Pretend that the centaur is actually a giant machine, but let no one see it. Cover him in a tarp or a blanket or it something. It for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the T-800. It's going well. So good. Chris used all the clout he had as a tenured member of Fizzy Gear Guild to convince those poor schlubs outside of Blurgen's Blasting <laughs> that this was, in fact, the T-800. A powerful machine, brand new. The the height of technology in Ruined Cathair. Uh, a machine with great fighting capabilities, super speed intelligence, an automated mining <laughs> war machine wow. that they could only reveal to the CEO, Gerald Blurgen himself. I want one. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> as they walked through the door... <laughs> <laughs> Disaster struck. The T the T800 bumped his whittle head. Whittle. <laughs> and uh, he tripped and, and then also reared back with a neigh. Yeah. <laughs> this horseman This horseman did a full 180 but vertically. The first upside down in history. He body slammed backwards totally intentionally on the poor unsuspecting guard at the door, a little hard-headed gnome that shrieked out with a <laughs> okay, I remember that. What what's the gnome's name? Do we we don't know that, do we? I don't know uh, if you all knew dead. this gnome. I don't think we're oh. ever gonna find out. He has a schmear on the floor now. His name's um, dead. Uh, Just got squished by a centaur. His name was Jason, but, uh, <laughs> but Jason had a family. <laughs> His wife. Hopes and dreams. Wait, is he Uh, dead? Actually, today was his last day he retired. (laughs) Today was. It was his anniversary as well. I'm sick of this job. I'm never coming Uh, back. Jason is screaming with muffled cries beneath the the bulk of Irwin's. Can you uh, mimic the sounds? What does it sound like? What's what are y'all doing? What's uh, what's happening right oh, now? Oh shoot! Uh, Mogret will go over and help. Trying to help Erwin up. Erwin, Erwin's Come saying, on, Erwin. it's getting dark in here. I can see the lights are going out. You're tied up in the blanket. Go to your happy place. Go to your happy place. Chris would like to cast fireball on the gnome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Wait, the gnome's under me. <laughs> Sacrifice of war. Uh, Mulder, you're able to help pull him off of, of Jason. You push him over and pull him up, and Erwin, you can get to your feet. You are tangled up in the blanket, though. It's hard to see. Uh, Seeker, I believe, is the one who was leading you and maybe had the bad roll to start with, and then it was your save That's that right. was in that one. Uh, yeah. So what is I, what I need to know is right now in this moment between Erwin getting on his feet, Jason possibly seeking medical attention. What is everybody else doing in this exact moment? What is your reaction? Gilderob has turned into a goose. <laughs> oh, no. Has Gilderob, honest to God, Wait, what? Can turned he turn into, into a, a goose? goose? Please do. In the moment when you when you heard the... Uh-huh. Yeah, he straight up... Feathers. There, he's there's a little bit of history that not everyone knows about, but this, this uh-huh. is something that happens to Gilderob. He can turn into a goose? He's a, he is a druid. In moments what? of great distress, <laughs> one druid. he just gooses up, is he what you're telling me. He's just full, he goes full goose. Things get tough, and Gilderob goes full goose. You just hawked out, but goose style. And and the goose is just running around the room. All right, if the goose is running around, Irwin's covered in stuff, I'm going to be bucking and, and uh, then running blindly okay, no, 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 no. Okay. okay. I mean, Yep. Okay. So okay. Mogert helped Erwin up, and when he starts bucking, like she's gonna hold on to him and try to like get him to calm down. I would take okay. you for a ride, Mogert. Erwin, it's me. It's Mogert. <laughs> I'm gonna climb on his back and try to like hold the tarp on too. I'm joining Mogert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Mogert's doing the same. While they're targeting Erwin, I'm going to go for the gnome okay. on the ground and try to get something over his face so he doesn't <laughs> scream. Put your okay. sock in his mouth. Practical. Well, Just I, I run over to the gnome lying on the ground as well, and I pull out a Band-Aid and slap it on his knee and say, You're good now. Mm-hmm. Walk it off, bud. Walk it okay. off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, are trying to help the, the, the gnome. I mean, Gilderob is a goose. She jumped yeah, up. Yeah, I jumped Mogert onto Erwin's okay. back okay. to try to, like, on. pull the tarp back over his head. You're trying to maintain the deception. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to calm him down. She's just doing what Mogus did. Well, so. okay, so there was a moment there when he was upside down and there were horse hooves. I mean, for sure. Robot. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Definitely robot. Legs. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, so. Robot foods. Uh, okay. Uh, how do I even? I don't even know how. I think at this time we just get in We close the door behind us and we just. I thought maybe someone was going to like go hide or something. The closest we got to that was Goose. Goose is there just honking. Goose. <laughs> Goose. Goose to Rob is, is present. Uh, is, wh- I don't know what he's doing, but he's, he's maybe he's just flapping. flapping. His wings. I try to tell you. Okay. He's like <laughs> freaking out right now. He's freaking out, honking. Uh, Jason is yelling out, My leg! Uh, I think it's broken. Give you a band aid. Yeah, there's a band aid on it, but it's a little bit askew. It looks like maybe it's not supposed legs aren't supposed to do that. I put another band aid on it then. <laughs> Okay, Nestle slaps another bandit <laughs> on there, Mogert. It's slightly bigger, though. This poor man's so. leg is broken. If, if someone can calm me down enough, I do have some healing stuff. I'm trying to help... Uh-huh. I'm trying to help him calm down. I'm, I'm holding on to his, like... What kind of check do I want I here? Know. I guess, I mean... Okay, it would be some so kind of a wisdom check. Me? Yeah, and, and yeah, I would say I'd give you advantage because Seeker's helping, but I would give you disadvantage. <laughs> so it'd be a flat because roll. The, so just give me a flat d20 roll. You have a plus one to wisdom. It is a 
Five. Okay, that's a six. All right, Erwin, they're doing nothing to help you. You do not feel Listen, better at you all. You are not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> You're a robot. Okay, Chris, what were you doing? I cannot see. It's so dark. I was trying to keep the gnome from screaming, but you already said it's too late. Oh, okay, okay. Well, as you step over to try and do that, and he's already screaming that his leg is broken by the time you get to him, you do a quick sweep and you turn around, and, and uh, twenty feet away from you, there is a desk. With a receptionist sitting at it, <laughs> there's a gnomish woman sitting there. Is she just holding her Look away, Tina. She's got, she's got like blonde hair, like like shoulder length blonde hair, and she's just leaning back in her chair, and her eyes are like huge, and she's looking at you all, and she's holding like a clipboard in her hands, and she's like, she has no idea what to do right now. Has she gone anywhere? We don't either. Does she look like she's contacted anyone? Not yet. She's right. I mean, this all happened in like the span of 15 <laughs> seconds. Not yet. No. Hold person. Wipe the phone records. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you going to hold person? Yes. You're hold yes person. I'm, okay. hold, right. I'm using a hold okay. person. Just do it. Okay. Here we go. Ready? All right. What's the what's the save? 17. <laughs> she got a 16 total. Let's Boom. go. Uh, she's not going anywhere. Dude. She is held. And now her eyes are this big. Like, they're most of her face. We got an old-fashioned hostage situation going. Exactly. <laughs> what do we do? So now she's just paralyzed uh, in the seat. Um, literally, like, I'm gonna, you guys are pulled up enough Bronco. that the door is closed behind you, um, and so no one outside can see what's going on. Now, you are inside, and just a quick scan of the room, Chris, you can see you're in a somewhat of an entryway, an opening room. It's not a huge area, and there are halls going to the right and to the left, and there are huge double doors behind her that seem to go into the wall behind the, the receptionist's desk. Hmm. For one minute, she okay. is held. Well, uh, let's... Uh... You have one minute. She can hear us, right? We need to calm Erwin yes. down. She just can't move. She is so, paralyzed. How about I do a... Uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what would this role be? What do you want uh, to do? He wants to try to yeah. calm himself down. You want to try and calm, calm yourself calm, down? Calm myself <laughs> down. Uh, I, mean, give, give me I feel like after... You, you can only fuck for so throw. long, right? Probably getting a little tired out. A little more... <laughs> things are a little less fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, give me a wisdom... A I mean, wisdom saving throw. Mugger and Seeker are just up there with cowboy hats. <laughs> Get it up! All right, I rolled. Oh my gosh, it's mm. a six minus one for a five. Oh my gosh! Oh no! Does he just pass out? Gilderob is starting to calm down a little. He's not running around so much. He's stopped and he's like taking in the situation, and he understands that we need to calm this mm. this um, situation down. Could he? Okay. Uh, what would he do though? He's a goose. Could he? Could he like kind of fly up onto uh, onto Erwin's back and just kind of like with his wing, just kind of like do a little bit of you know? Is Gilderob in full control of his own faculties? At this point, I think so. Yes, he wasn't before, but now he's okay. kind of like gathered himself. He laid an egg, <laughs> okay, and then he was like, "All right, it's good to go." Does he lay golden eggs? Go ahead, give me give me a check. Um, I think this would probably be animal handling. <laughs> Not an animal. <laughs> 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 Something like that. It's a wisdom check, so I mean, it doesn't really matter there, what there. skill. We'll go with we'll go with uh, wisdom. Just a wisdom check. Straight just wisdom. a wisdom check. If that don't happen, I'm just gonna knock him out. <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's a four. four. I feel like Irwin's like really feeling confined by this room and just needs to. Like, <laughs> run, like, down that hallway. Just book <laughs> oh, no. it. Into the door. Yep. Okay. We're going for a ride, Let's go. <laughs> and the goose. Everyone takes off running. Gilderob's hanging on. 
Now, Mogert, oh, does he yeah. you are trying to restrain him. Yeah, I'm like... So give me a strength check. We'll, we'll let's do contesting strengths. Uh, we'll call it athletics on both cases. Right. Both of you roll me an athletics check, and we'll see who can pull it off. Or what I expected a better athletics from a man. I know. It's, oh, I rolled a nat <laughs> one. Oh, wait, no, no. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, he rolled a natural one. No, I take that back. Felicia also rolled a natural one. No, I didn't. No way. Natural ones. I rolled a seven plus one. I, I misread the order. Oh, okay. Oh, no. oh, oh my no. gosh. Mogert rolled a natural one. What is happening right now? It's all falling apart. Um, I literally okay. rolled a nat one in Paul's. She rolled a natural one over here in my dice tray with her. Was this turtle? Turtle dice. Man, then the I'm turtle slots you down. No. Mogert, you are, you are. He kicks and his feet connect with your chest and sends you flying ten feet back away from him as he sprints down the Please hallway tell to me the left. Seeker is behind me because I'm just gonna. I want to still be on the back. I'm hoping. Uh, Seeker, I'm gonna say. Because that would knock her right off. You're gonna try and just hang on and ride on. Yeah. I just want to go on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you were already holding on to him. You had, Seeker had no chance of holding him back. So if she's holding on, she's going with. Mogert trying to hold back. Uh, Mogert goes flying. Seeker uh, also, <laughs> Gilderob or Goosterob and uh, Erwin go barreling down the hallway to the left. What is Nestle doing? She's back there taking notes. Drawing pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Drawing a picture of the... <laughs> yeah, for a few seconds there while all of that was going on, I like took out uh-huh. my notebook and then I looked down at the gnome just like in pain and then I realized I have to be the better person. And then uh-huh. I, I cast a healing word at second oh, level. There you go. And Very good. Jason. That's the best thing that's and, happened so far. <laughs> and uh, and what I what I what I say is um. <laughs> Very good. And then hold on, hold on. That's an okay. eight hit points for healingness. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll say that's enough to, I mean, he's not like a spring chicken, but that's enough to alleviate his pain and get his leg in a good enough shape where he can seek better medical attention. You, you have helped him. And also I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and give you some inspiration for that. Nestle, that, was, that was very, very well done. Good joke. Good um, joke. Okay. Uh, what is Chris doing? I don't know. I was going to heal him. Um, Everything's but he seems apart. okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you're good. You you're over here holding person. They just went down the hallway. They're running toward doors on the left. I hall. just flew back. Mogert went to the right. <laughs> okay. They went to the left. I'm going to use another hold person on Erwin. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to try and hold Erwin. Because he okay. has to get calmed down or we're never making it <laughs> oh anywhere. Okay. Okay. Erwin. 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 Uh, wisdom saving throw, Erwin. This is the time I roll a 20. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Two. Don't do it. 12 minus one. 11. I think he got you. I think he got you. Now, is this a... I win. Question. Is this a concentration spell? Ooh. Let one of us go. Oh, hold person is concentration, isn't it? Yes, it is. So your hold person goes away. Yep. Your hold person on the um, receptionist will, it has ended. Can um, I, like, direct my flying back and just plow right through? No. <laughs> She's straight ahead. Erwin left. You right. Yeah. Um, she is released. Uh, Erwin comes to a dead stop. Just freezes mid-run. Uh, Gusterob and Seeker, you notice that your 
your friend Glides has stopped moving. Erwin. Seeker slams into my back. That may have not done anything for your mental uh, stability right now, because suddenly you do not have control of your own faculties. Oh, no. Uh, but you cannot move. Um, for one minute. Look at his face. And you hear... I'm sorry. Uh... Can I help you all? <laughs> From the desk. Margaret gets up. Oh, man, that's going to hurt in the morning. <sighs> She's holding a, a clipboard in her hands. I cast hold person on the receptionist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the receptionist is standing there. She's, like, backed up against the wall, and she's, like, trembling. And, like, there's a little pin, like, on one of those little chains attached to her clipboard, and it's just, like, rattling against the clipboard. And she's, like, like trimmering against the wall, looking out at so, you. So, not again! After I get up, I'm going to walk over to her uh, and be like, Sorry, we were supposed to bring him. And I point at the Erwin. Oh, the centaur, yeah, yeah. We were half, his upper half is now blown back from the tarp. Your upper half is, is now on. Oh, I can see again? Exposed. We were supposed to bring him to Blurgen. And um, he got a little nervous. She is trembling. But it's okay. You put a hand on her? You're going to be okay. She literally jumps and, like, hits her head on the wall. Oh. She's okay. <laughs> oh. But she, like, leaps out of her skin when you touch her, and she's just looking at you. Are you going to kill me? I'm not supposed to tell Are people you? this, but... You're going to kill me? I'm a champion of the gods. You're in good hands. So just sit back down. I sit you down. You try to sit, you sit her down <laughs> in her seat? Yeah, very soft. Mm-hmm. She's just rattling. Uh, now the, the edge of her clipboard is touching the table, and it's just like... Just completely shaking all over. Sit. I take them out of her hand, and I mm-hmm. set them on the table. Let's just sit those down there. Now, now Paul, you know how um, animals can render comfort? Gilderob <laughs> is like kind of... Yeah, yeah, therapy because Gilderob's kind of climbing up, and he's if, if, if it appears she's open to it or going for it, uh-huh. you know, he's going to kind of climb into her arms so, so that she can cradle him a little bit. Gilderob, the emotional support goose. I love this. <laughs> Just stay a goose the rest of it. <laughs> I think so. Goose-gerob. So it, it is, uh, does, does, it, does it appear that she's, you know, into this situation? She seems nearly um, catatonic. So uh, at this point, you're open to give anything a try. Okay. To try and help. Um, do goose purr? Is that a thing? No, they honk. <laughs> okay, Gilderob's kind of like honking soothingly. Okay, we'll call that performance. Performance? Are like the least. Yeah, let's call that performance. Geese are scared. <laughs> Geese are terrified. <laughs> I've been run off of our pond several times from a goose. Looks like a nice. looks like a nine, but if you're open to it, um, uh-huh. as a sorcerer, Gilderob does have because Gilderob really feels for this woman. What was her name okay. again? Gilderob doesn't remember. Tina. Tina. I don't, no, we. So have, Gilder- the name has not been established. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you asked Tina. Nestle. Tina's fine. Re- I mean. Gilderob really feels for receptionist Tina, and if you're open to uh-huh. it, Tina, he's gonna uh-huh. like tides of chaos where he can get an advantage on a skill uh, check. Okay, go for it. Okay, do it. Oh, it was almost a twenty. Okay, a little bit better. <laughs> An eleven. Oh, yeah, eleven total. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, and just be note and be be aware, Paul. Anytime I try to use that again, mm-hmm. it's going to be a wild magic surge. Wild magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. Those are fun. Uh, it, you're not successful. It doesn't backfire though. 
It's, she seems nonplussed by what's going on right now <laughs> uh, with the goose. It's just one more thing on top of everything else. Um, Zach, are you content? Is Chris continuing to hold the person? Um, is anyone doing anything? I'm frozen. I want to go over to Erwin. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drop it as I get up to him, and like mm-hmm. place my hand on him and be like, it- "It's okay. It's okay. You bumped your head. You need to calm down." And I'm going to try to console. Sun's getting low, Irwin. big guy. I'm gonna kiss his boo boo. Okay. Um, after I see that the goose is goosed. Yes, sing him a lullaby. Helping Tina. Uh-huh. I'm going to go over and pull the uh, cloak or the thing off of Erwin's head. Okay. Well, it's already off his head. No, oh, he's, okay. He's from, so he's, he he's man now. body out. Is his back. Okay. Yeah. Horseback. I'm just going to go over. Secret, Seeker's over there, too. What is Seeker doing as you're, as, as you're approaching Seeker's Yeah, I'll probably back. go over to Seeker. What's happening, Seeker? Is he good? Uh, I mean, he's not moving much right now, so he's probably fine. Oh Is he crying? (laughs) He's been through worse. Is he crying? He's crying Uh, in in arms. Oh my god. I can't. I can't even say anything. The door opens. There's a door about 10 feet in front of you, Erwin, and it opens. Uh, And there are two gnomes standing there in hard hats. They're wearing a vest, and it says security on it. And they look up at the two of you, and they both got these batons in their hands. Are they, they going to hit up. me? They, sit there, they look, But they step in, and they look up, and they see a centaur, a gnome, a fox. Tabaxi dressed mm-hmm. as Mogret, though. You're, you're disguised yeah. yep. as Mogret right now. So they see a dwarf. Strange-looking yeah. dwarf. A dwarf. <laughs> and then another And then a dwarf. Yeah, actually, two of the same dwarf. Yeah, Maybe we look exactly the twins. same. <laughs> twin cousins. Twins. Can we see Bergen? <laughs> oh man! This is somehow either the worst or greatest D and D party that's ever existed. I don't know when he was crying. I just can't take that. <laughs> He's like, uh, one of them is like gray-headed, and the other one is like a younger. They actually look kind of. They look like they could be related. The older gray-headed one Spider-Man steps thing. up, and he's, he looks kind of, he looks, he's being careful, trepidatious. Uncle, nephew, father, son situation. He's got that baton in his hand. It's kind of extended, you know, kind of like a, I don't know, some sort of a hand-to-hand weapon. And he says, you want to see the, uh, you want to see, uh. <laughs> his name's Blurgen. Uh. Blurgen! Uh, are you still a goose? You just hear you just hear honk. It was it was a honk. It was like a frustrated honk, like Yeah. <laughs> Look over and we see Tina over there. There's a goose on her shoulder. Chris, where are you? Are you down there or over here? I'm, over I'm with, by uh, you with Tina? No. Yeah. I'm by Erwin. Oh, you're by Erwin. You're by Erwin. That's right. You came up and put you. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I know his name is uh uh Gerald, Mr. Blurkin. Um why are you... What is... How did you get in here? We came through the door. Yep. That, that direction. Look, I'm really good at mining. Can we just talk to him? <laughs> Come on. Like, do, do a guy a favor. I've been through a lot, okay? My cat, my mom, you don't even know. Like, she's, she might be dead. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just you don't know, I don't know. No one knows. No one has ever known. Just do a guy a solid, okay? 
I really need a job okay, here. Okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, that's a... <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I need a job. Oh, my word. Erwin, Erwin, roll me a, uh, roll me a persuasion okay. check, I'm Irwin. persuaded. Um, and I'm... <laughs> I'm going to give you advantage. Believe it or not, I'm giving you advantage on this persuasion check. Uh, and he is going to roll. He's going to roll a, a you know a save against to see how successful your your save is or your check okay. rather. So. I'm also going to use that uh, um, inspiration. inspiration that I've been hoarding since last session. Okay. okay. And uh, the the tippy top is a fifteen. 15 total? Mm-hmm. Or is that 15 plus 1? 15 total. Okay, 15 total. He I mean, rolled a 10. Oh, ooh, there you go. So you <laughs> succeed. You Somehow, he feels sorry for he you. He recently lost you know? his mother. And he recently him. lost his mother. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, man, um, you know, that's hard. It uh, is. No, family is important. It is. Uh, Look, I'm not supposed to do this, family. <laughs> but honestly, I'm probably I probably need to take you to see Mr. Blurgan anyway because I don't know what to do with whatever this is. Is that a goose? He says, and he points his his uh, baton over at the goose. The goose. The goose. Yeah, you've never seen a goose before. They look like these. Uh, I've seen geese. Um, and as Irwin says, he looks like this. Um, Goosterob's kind of tail feathers flutter Goose-a-Rob. a little bit. And then there's like uh, a semi-solid wet spot on Tina's shoulder. Oh my god! No one can prove it came from 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 Gusterob, but no uh, he, he jumps it. he jumps down off of Tina's. Uh, no one can prove it. <laughs> I think this is the perfect opportunity as we're being carted away for uh, hmm. Seeker to just like slither down into the depths of the mines. Oh, he just steals the. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. So here's what's here's what's happening. This this gentleman, this gnomish gentleman, and his uh, companion, compatriot, they walk over toward Tina, and he says, "Tina, are you uh, you all right?" And she's just still trembling <laughs> and looking around, but she's like the trembling has slowed down a little bit, and she says, "Yeah, I think the goose peed on me." <laughs> can't prove oh, that. It, it's not pee. It definitely peed on you. It's not pee. You can't prove it. Uh, cannot prove it. Uh, well, if you need to, you know, take care of that, I'm sure that it would be fine. We're, we're going to be stepping through. I'm going to take these. Uh... Just take your lunch, Tina. <laughs> Eat your food, Tina. She Eat just your looks food. at you, like, trembling, and you can't tell if she's nodding or trembling, but it's one of those. I'm going to, like, point at her and, like, do the little hands. Uh, yeah. Finger guns. He walks over to the wall. There's, like, a little control panel type thing, and he takes a a stone uh, that's like attached to a chain around his neck and he holds it up to the thing and you hear a, a hum inside of it and a click and the doors open. Two large sliding doors um, and he steps through and motions for you all to follow. His compatriot hangs back to bring up the rear as the caboose. I'm walking up front. You all follow along? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Seeker. Where's Chris in the marching order? Probably the up back. in the front too. Okay, uh, he's in the back. <laughs> you the don't know the, me, Felicia. The, <laughs> I don't know him at all. <laughs> the gnome uh, coming up there from behind as you all walk through, he, he looks over at you, look over at him, and, and, and he, he kind of gives you an eye. He goes, Chris? No, Steven? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's not Steven. Thank you. No, it's not Steven. What's his name? It's Jacob. Jacob? Well, John, John Jacob. John? But everybody just calls John him John Jacob. John Jacob. 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 No. It's John Jacob. 
But everybody calls him Jacob. John? You guys went to school together. Wait, his name is my name too. No. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, um, what is going on, Chris? What What is with all these? What? Uh, and you guys are walking through the hall, and the guy in the front is leading you all through the hall. What's going on? What is this? What is what? What is this? So, the the centaur and mm. the fox. <laughs> That's a real centaur. Yeah, there's they're no real. fox. There's no fox. Centaurs oh, exist. No, the, the <laughs> centaur and the definitely not fox and the dwarf twins. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just real dwarf. quick, as this is happening, uh, Seeker, what is your plan? Are you planning to go along for a minute and slip off when you have a good opportunity, or are you planning to be gone when they leave? I well, at this point, I saw the stone around the neck, so I want to go up, you know, sidle up to the guy in the front and just like, uh, <laughs> that's a nice necklace. Can I borrow it? You ask him, or are you gonna I'm try? I'm just asking take... him. <laughs> oh, no. No, you may not, ma'am. Oh, well, that's a shame. Um, you all right? You know she's a champion of the gods, right? No. Um, <laughs> interesting. I, uh, Stonefire. I'll try again later. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally just like unloading on this guy about how rough my life has uh, been recently and how like yeah, family, how hard it's been. My family uh, members are disappearing. It's like they've never even been there. Oh, that's have you sad. ever seen a tree? Uh, that's real. You know what the trees are? You know, sometimes they're there and then poof, they're gone. No more trees. Not anywhere. Not even like here. It's like no trees. <laughs> Well, These forces Chris. station. I can't Chris. say it. Yes. I what, can't what, say the word. What is? What is? Why are you with a centaur? The, the like, look, I'm a refugee, man. Have you have you heard of like all the bad things with like the trees I'm talking about? You know. No. He speaks for the trees. I have not. It's heard. called uh, it's called uh, the deforestations. Yeah, you've heard these things. No. I it's, haven't. It's a uh, real problem. Yeah, it sounds pretty serious, though. So bad. So what's Chris saying to uh, to Jacob? So the centaur, uh, he's from Atonia's realm. Um, and ever since her passing, it's kind of just been disappearing slowly. Fallen Grove? So they are here seeking refuge. From Fallen Grove. Centaurs are in Fallen Grove. No, no. It's it's a different plane of existence, I guess. <laughs> It's hard to explain, just trust me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just trust me. Okay. Yeah, I never really was um, good with the yeah. extra planar stuff. Yeah, it's complicated. Um, I, on the other hand, am here for a runestone, level three, but we've heard that the guild hasn't got any, so I'm coming to talk to Mr. Blurgan myself. Ah. Uh... Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, is there something you would like to share with the group, Jacob? Uh, no, uh, nope. You sure? You can give me a persuasion check. Do try I and need get to, to beat him up? Because I will. You're, you're up front hearing Erwin's life story. I know, but Felicia wants to beat him up. <laughs> uh, Gris, give me a persuasion check. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eight. Well, he'll roll. Oop. Felicia, you want to verify? What we got right there? Yep. That is an El Natural one, my boy. Bruh. Oh, let's go. Spill your guts. <laughs> Tell me everything. So when uh, I was like three years old. Well, I'm I'm not supposed to say anything. I mean, we don't have any runestones. I mean, uh, wait. Um, when I say we, um, uh, I, I mean, 
Well, I mean, um, uh, did I? What? What did you say you were looking for? <laughs> um, Fancy rock. Can Can you elaborate on? We don't have any rune stones. Shh! Don't say that. Oh my god! He pulls you closer. All right, Chris. Look, my dad. If he knows I've told you this, he'll kill me. Okay? He'll kill okay. me. Okay, but what What do you mean there are none? Look, I can't. I don't. Can't, I don't know how the details. We haven't. We haven't sent out a shipment of of anything past a level one runestone in three weeks. The miners are stopped. There's nothing going on. I don't really know why. But if you're gonna go talk to Geralt, maybe he can tell you. Child labor laws. The miners are stopped. This is really bad. Thanks for giving me hope, Jacob. I appreciate it. Uh, about that time, uh, Seeker, are, were you going to abandon the group and try to sneak off or uh, not? Only if we like pass someone who also has like a necklace I could try to steal. <laughs> it's too obvious to take it to, from the two with us. I would. You've been in one hallway and you haven't passed anyone um, currently. Uh, and you come to a door. Uh, and... The gentleman in the front who has been listening to Erwin's story uh, pauses and he says, well, this is the office of uh, Mr. Blurgan. You all stay here for just a moment. Uh, JJ, he says, leaning back, looking at uh, John Jacob, he says, just keep him here. And then he uh, beeps the stone on the thing again and steps inside. That necklace thing was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I, I need one. I need to get one of those, like, ASAP. <laughs> you, you need one? Yeah, I need one. Seeker sticky why, fingers. Why do, or why do you need one? Hey, I mean, there are secrets here. I gotta find out what's going on. Did you hear them whispering in the oh, back? Yeah. There's something. There's something big here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the secret place. Gilderob goes, and then feathers kind of poof everywhere and get back to normal. Okay, does he have a wet spot where he peed his sleep? And he looks at it, and then looks over at Irwin, and then like shakes. <laughs> uh, is Good Nestle thing. chronicling this whole thing? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every single detail. And then once once all of the details are jotted down, he starts doodling that poodle again. Ah, yes, the poodle. Still being doodled. Doodle the poodle. Uh, the door opens. Uh, the, the guard captain is standing there, and he says, Come on in. He's not happy, but he will see you. Good I luck. clop in. Here we go, Chris. I would probably try to sneak to the front if I could. Yeah, I would say that while you all were waiting out there, you could come up to the front. I mean, JJ, John, Jacob, he was heading up to the front, too. So, Mogert lets Chris take the lead. Okay. Like, there's no, like, right. I got that. your back. Right, 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 right. So, you all come inside to the uh, the office of the CEO of Blurgan's Blasting. There is a gnome standing there. He's leaning against the front of a simple desk, a simple stone desk. Um, he he's kind of somewhat of a striking figure. He looks a little disheveled, a little out of sorts, you know, at first glance. But it, but he also somehow looks kind of snazzy. I mean, he's <laughs> he's dressed in a nice like teal tunic, uh, but it's buttoned down just enough that like there's like tufts of chest hair sticking out the top. His hair is black, uh, like streaked back with a little, a few little lines of gray here and there. Um, and even though it looks like it might be thinning just a little bit, it still has that sort of suave, charismatic look, like a very nice hair. Voluptuousness. But his eyes look heavy, and he is kind of leaning back, his arms crossed, and he looks very confident. Sort of the opposite of what you got from Baron Grable when you spoke to him earlier today, who was very kind of just all over the place. This this gentleman is, is leaning back, and he says, uh, Come on in. Welcome. What can I do for uh, you all? Look, I need a job, okay? This, this look is 
like I look how big I am. Look this, and like and like <laughs> he starts flexing for him. Like, uh -huh. think about me mining, yeah. Look at the look at this back here. <laughs> I I see you. I can see you there. Um, what? <laughs> what, 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 what? 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 What is this? What is this? Uh, Chris, Chris, you standing there? <laughs> what, what is happening right now? Why is there a centaur in here flexing and asking me for a job? What's uh, you? He points at Sorry. you, Chris. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I I'm keeps rocks and socks. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 I know your father. Yeah. Um, Mister in socks senior. Yeah. yeah right. That's him. Yeah. Keeps reads. He's done some jobs for me. Good guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. What can I do for you? Um, so I am part of uh, Fizzy Gear Guild. Right, 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 right. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I came back because I was needing a rune stone. Um, we were informed that there were no level three rune stones. Uh -huh. uh, so I came to make a personal request. He looks toward uh, the guard who was there and he, he kind of gives him a little like a little way for him to step out and step out and wait in the hall. Mr. Hmm. in socks. Look, uh, I understand you need for a runestone. A lot of people need runestones, but you know, these things take time and um, it's, it's, it's been a bit of tough times lately. And yeah, so I've heard. Oh, you've heard out of runestones. How does that happen in rune Cathair? literally in the name i don't know where you get your information uh should i call you keeps rocks or just in socks uh you can call me chris 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 i don't know where you get your information but of course we're not out of rune stones that would be ridiculous as you say so just the high level rune stones <laughs> did gearby put you up to this gearby didn't have to or was it his good for nothing brother Ooh. Oh, how do I want to respond to that? <laughs> the good Baron, huh? Look, honestly, I I don't care what you have with the Baron's family. That's not any of my business. I need a runestone for myself, not for them. Um, so if you could help me get one, that would be appreciated. And uh, Gilderob, oh, his, 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 the, the, gear, the gears in his mind are turning. It's slow and it's kind of clackety. Uh -huh. And what, what is this guy's name? I'm sorry that we're talking to. I forget. His name is Gerald Blurgen. Mr. Blurgen, I can tell you're a man of some, of some class. As am I. Uh, of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, no. This uh, Baron Grable that we speak of, I've been having to work with him. Nestle's taking notes. Against my better judgment. For the last month, and I can't stand it. <laughs> what I could offer as as um, a recommendation, because I can tell that there's maybe some friction between you. There are mm. like no runestones, as you'd mentioned, in Runecathair, mm -hmm. and everyone's complaining about it. It's a big deal. If you were to produce one, it would make him certainly look bad to his to his people. It would be humiliation. It would be an insult to his good name. Okay. All right. Give me, give me, uh, give me a. I mean, I would be okay with either persuasion or deception in this case, All which is the same stat for you. Yeah, I'm so. go. I'll go for persuasion. I feel like. Okay. You know, I feel like you're being mostly honest. Maybe, maybe Gilderob actually hasn't been uh, having such a good time after all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. What? 20, 21. 21. I'm tempted to do the, the luck thing again, so I force you to do my wild magic, but I think I'll just keep it. <laughs> I think you're okay on yeah. this one. I think you 
Look, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I would love to have some good PR, and you have a good head on your shoulders about those sort of things. It sounds like. What'd you say your name was again? Uh, Gilderob. Gilderob. Yeah. Um, nice slippers, by the way. Oh, um, they're 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 very comfortable. You and and he kind of is, is taking them off to offer them to to try out. Nope. Oh no 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 thank you no thank you. Sorry, I misread um, that situation. Look, uh, look, I uh, okay. Look, you got me. Okay, I'm, I mean, you've come all this way and you brought a centaur. I still don't really know why or how. Um, and is that dwarf okay? He says, pointing at Seeker. Yeah, at this point, I'm just like yeah. It's nice being twins with Mogurt, but I just like kind of wipe my face off the terrible makeup. I'm like, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, this is not a, this is a fox person. Gotcha. Yeah. You, you know, this is an interesting group of friends you've got here, Mr. Chris. Uh, but, you know, okay, look, let's just get right down to it. <laughs> Can I be honest? I haven't slept in three days. Huh. You don't say. We got a real problem. And you know what? Chris, I, I will level with you, okay? Gilderob, Centaur, Fox Person, all of you. Uh, what did you say your name was, Miss? Mogurt Stonefire. And uh, with the one drawing the pictures, what's your, what's your name? Me? Yes, tell me your name. What is what is your name? Oh, uh, um, I, 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 uh, um, I, I, my okay. name, my name, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes. Oh. You. Uh, uh, it's, um, the gnome. It's uh, it's Nestle, uh, Malcolm Nestle. Crunch. But you don't say the Malcolm. You just say, mmm. I'm not gonna do that, Nestle. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you uh, okay. for the explanation. Look, here, here is the here's the truth. I will level with you. <laughs> I I will level with you all if you can offer me some help. If I tell you my problem, you think maybe you can help me? What you got? Do you need sleep? Oh, yes, I need sleep, but that's not my problem. I <laughs> can't sleep. <laughs> I need some uh, some some strength. I need some adventures. You know, I could have commissioned the city. When you say strength, I turn around and look at the centaur. <laughs> I'm very strong. <laughs> I can see you've got some. Gr uh, those are very impressive muscles you have, mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Centaur. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, centaur. Never mind. <clears throat> the, the mines are <laughs> shut down. A couple weeks ago, sometime, miners were heading down. We mine six days, take one off. In the off day, we maintenance all of our equipment. We let our shifts take a rest, you know, a day of rest. You know how it is, Chris. Rune Cather takes us this, this is the day of rest, the seventh day of rest every week. We have that, you know, everything's just chill. We chill. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, didn't happen uh, well for us because when we went back the next day, our rigs were down. Our our mines where we harvest the the blur rocks. That's the, 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 the ore that we need to make the runestones, our patented. Uh, it was all cleaned out. And I thought, wow, we must have really took more of a harvest than we thought. So they started digging down. You know, you got to dig down in the more veins, and that's, that's fine. We do that. But um, while they were down there, something happened. All the lights went out. All our machines running. Lights went out. Balrog. <clears throat> something came out. Some weird noises. Some of our miners mentioned some strange, like clicking sounds and these little red lights. And the next thing you know, three of our miners are dead. Oh no! One seriously injured. He is still, still in the hospital, and he doesn't remember much. Mm -hmm. And every time we have tried to go back since then, we get within a hundred yards of our mine, 
and the lights go out and the clicking starts and we don't know what to do about it. So. Question, question. Yeah. How do you spell that? No. <laughs> Chris. Thank you. Um, oh, okay. Well, if if you would like to show us the direction, we could surely take care of that for you. Oh, I'll let you in the mine. I could put you in the mine. I can't promise that we can get you back out of there. I'll get them out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need one of those necklaces if I'm going to do any of this. Yes, uh, yeah. my friend Seeker here will need one of those necklaces. Necklaces. We... Oh, you mean the rocks? Oh, yeah. You yes. mean the stones? And, the and stones. Sure, I can, all the centaurs yeah. need jobs here. All of the, my mom, <laughs> my brother, you know, uh, all the peoples, all the centaur peoples. You, centaur, centaur. What's your name again, centaur? My name is Irwin. Irwin, yeah. you, you, Ear. Irwin, you bring your family here. If they're anything like you, you know, like this. I guarantee we can find some work oh, for you. Oh yeah, this is genetics, you know. This doesn't yeah, this doesn't yeah. just happen to everybody. You should see his mom. We, we, we'll find <laughs> We'll find some work for you here, okay? We'll do what we can. But for now, Chris, I'll take you right to it. Are you ready? Let's do this. I turn to the group. Are you all ready? No, no, no. Oh, we yes. need Zika's mom too, yeah. No, my, my foxy grandma. Yeah, the grandma. Yeah, we need to She's bring her in. She foxy, yeah. Foxy grandma. Foxy grandma, grandma yeah. huh? My grandma foxy. As soon yeah. as we, gotta, gotta love a foxy grandma. As soon as we get the uh, necklaces uh, for a Seeker, <laughs> as soon as we get the necklace for Seeker, we will head right in those mines. Here, here sure. He opens up his drawer, just pulls one out. Here, this is a this is a yellow. Yellow has the highest clearance. Get you in any door in the place. And give it to Seeker. I take. It. You can help us. I put it on my neck slowly, kingdom, baby. <laughs> see, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean down and talk to Seeker. I uh. would say, see, if you just wait, you won't have to take it. You know, uh. things happen. Yeah. That takes the fun out of it, though. He, uh, stealing's more fun. Blurgan is walking toward the door. Let's go. He opens the door. The guards are outside. He says, "Hey, take us down to the mine." I want to. Beat up something. And the yeah. old man uh, kind of looks at him. Uh, you want to go to the uh, the the, the rock mine? Yep, that's what I said. I am so ready for some combat. Yep. Take me to the mine. Let's do it. Yeah, Chris has a lot it. of pent up aggression. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Chris has not got to right. hit something in a while. Yeah, Irwin has some PTSD <laughs> that he needs to he work just has out. To think of Steven's face. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. <laughs> <laughs> he leads you all down the hall. Uh, you, you you go uh, to the right this time past the door where you guys have come, and pretty soon you can't take a left, and you are heading deeper into the outer walls of, of Runcathir. You're sort of leaving, with, you know, going in the direction away from Runcathir, um, down these halls, and then you come to a point where there is uh, like an, a big ring hallway. You come into a new hallway, and it like wraps around, and there are large doors in front of you. And um, the guardsman steps up. He flashes his stone at the, the panel, and the doors slide open. You enter inside, and it is a gigantic, semi-spherical room, flat on the bottom, round on the top. Echo! The ground Echo! is rough-hewn stone. Yes, please! <laughs> there are a number of workstations all around uh, the room, sort of in a, a circle. There are also these large rigs. They look sort of like mechs. They have four arms and two legs. Uh, and their arms are, are built in with big claws. Um, and this is like from Alien. Uh, he says, these rigs will, one of these rigs can transport you all down. 
um, and I mean down there, and he points, and there is a gigantic hole in the center of this room, and it's probably 100 yards wide. It's a massive room. In the middle of it, there's probably a 30 or 40-yard hole that has been carved out into the middle of the earth, and there is a a bluish force field over top of it. Okay. Blurgan walks up to one of the workstations. He takes his stone. He uh, sits it on a little panel, and then he, he presses a couple of runes, and the force field dissipates. And then he walks over to one of the ricks, and he uh, says, This thing will take you to the bottom when you get down there. Uh, you can use it if you want, but I'm telling you, once you get to the mine, which is not far from the bottom, once you get to the veins we've been digging, it's going to go out. Mm. All the power, everything, just dies. What about my nightlight? <laughs> it's not going to work down there. Mm. Mr. <laughs> Let's do this. I would offer you more lights, but everything we've got, none of it's going to work down there. Awesome. Does anybody have any light oh, spells? Sorry. Even though I can see in the dark, it's still my nightlight. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Chris, I'm sure, has a light spell, right? I have it. We've got, have we've it. got fireball. We'll gotcha, just gotcha, catch gotcha. somebody on fire and make them walk before us. Are you ready? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, that. I'm ready. Are you ready, Chris? Ready as I'll ever be. He shows you all where you need to climb into the rig. I uh, is it how big? How big is this? Because Irwin is <laughs> uh, not exactly gnome sized. It's gonna be do tight. We ha- like we all can fit in it. You can all fit in one. It's big. Like they they do. Okay. They are meant to not only hold an operator but also to hold some material. Oh, that's but right. with all of you, it, it's gonna be tight. But you can all get in there. It is too tight for Gilderob, his and he's gonna. His muscles are too big. He's gonna cast Featherfall. And just kind of like time himself so he falls with the mech. See <laughs> <laughs> what? Erwin's in the back of this, like where the ore is supposed to go. He's like riding this, mm-hmm. like it's a yeah, he's in the truck. cargo hold. Yeah, yeah. Gilderob yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't ride coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gilderob just falls slowly. Um, you all, uh, you get inside, Chris. You uh, comfortable operating this thing? Uh, yeah, I know exactly how to operate this thing. Is there like a co-pilot seat, or is it just one seat up front? It's really just one seat up front. Okay, well, Margaret's going to stand or sit as close to Chris as she can and just, like, watch what he's doing. You're all really close. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're all packed in there tight. I'm like, hey, Chris, how's it it going? Radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, it's great. We're, like, so close. You're all in the rig. Do you start operating the rig? Yeah, let's do it. Just free fall for the first 400 feet. Three, two, one. You climb Let's down go. inside the mine. <laughs> I'm not going to require a check for this, Chris. You are quite apt at operating machinery. I would hope so. You're amazing. You all, you make your way down. There are large, shining lights that guide your way down. It is, you know, it's probably about a five, probably about a ten minute trip climbing down. Gilderob, uh falling. How long does Filter fall last? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I think it's only a minute. You're just going to recast. Yeah, but you're probably falling a lot quicker than they are. Yeah, they're, you're falling. I, was, I said 10 minutes. This, this oh, it's a 10-minute trip. I said it's a five-minute trip down. He just falls onto the back. Climb. Of the he's climbing. 
It's climbing this thing. It's not like just it's not burning out. I mean, he's climbing down a wall. Okay. So it takes about five minutes to get down. You're falling faster than they're climbing down. <laughs> oh no. You're gonna get there like um, <laughs> uh, so you get down to the bottom, Gilderob. Uh, just diving face first. I'm also hanging on to his ankle, by the way. It's me and Nestle. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yes, I am. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. You definitely fall faster than that. Extra weight is, is making this. It's not, you're not going to hurt yourself, but man, it's, it's, it's a little bit exhilarating. Gilderoff was trying to get Nestle off of him, but then he's just like, okay, Oh, no. <laughs> then I would die. There, <laughs> uh, Nestle falls to his death. Uh, no. There are lights down there at the bottom of yes. this hole, uh, the entrance to the mine. Uh, you get down there, and there's really only one open pathway that you can see going down, and there are lights heading down that way. But you can, you're waiting and listening as the giant rig is climbing down. And after a couple of, a few minutes, uh, Chris, you manage to reach the bottom. And at the bottom, like I said, you look around, and there's a lot of equipment parked down here. You know, you see rigs kind of like this, only smaller. Uh, you see some small motor vehicle type things, uh, like a like a miniature form of like a driller train. Uh, you see like little. Uh, stations for like eating and, and resting and things like that, but there's no one down here. It is abandoned. In fact, it looks eerily abandoned. And as you all are there, you you all climb out of the rig, or what do you do? I'm climbing out. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, Chris, you, you climb out of the rig. Took you all so long. Okay. Yeah, I'm been stuck down Chris. here with this one for ten minutes. <laughs> By this time, I've just doodled five <laughs> poodles, and they're all different. And they All have the like captions of like their personality, their name. One of them, one uh-huh. of them looks like Moger. One of them looks yeah. like a Seeker. Yeah, one yeah, 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 different. Yeah, yeah. Different. Looks like a poodles. Yeah. Chris, you see the hall, the the mine, the uh, the tunnel, heading in in that direction. I go towards the tunnel. Yeah. You just start walking. Yeah, I'm I'm going. Uh, I want to gallop okay. a little bit, you know, like so, a little not not yeah. quite a gallop, <laughs> no, like a, um, a trot, a fast trot, a little yeah. trot. Okay. Can I, I'm running after you. Can I do like a perception check to see if I see anything Good or? Call. I mean, you can. Yeah. You just check out anything. Yeah. Look at you playing D and D. Oh, stop it. Erwin just wants to trip the trap. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I'm just going to go get ambushed. Stop it. Yeah. It's a three plus five, so eight. You see everything I just described. It, it looks abandoned. It looks eerie. It looks strange. But there is only one path that is open. You know, Chris, this reminds me of when we went to Morky's house. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. The tunnels. And it yes. Was scary. Ugh. Who's Morky? Oh, Morky. My best friend. Except I almost died there, so I'd rather not talk about it. How do you spell that? Pretty sure he's already in your notebook. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, sorry. How deep it's okay. <gasps> How deep do we need to go before we hit the trees? <laughs> we have going. to keep going. <laughs> Just keep walking. You'll have you'll see. Just keep, keep swimming. You all heading down the the tunnel? You going toward mm-hmm. the mine? Yeah. Yes. Trotting. Trotting. Walking. It is quiet down here. (laughs) Too quiet. It is very quiet. Too quiet? There is a slight, just the slightest little tinny hum from the lights. Um, There are a number of stones emitting light down through. Um, But they're not, it's not like, it's not like a magic, like a stone casting light. I got a question. Uh So I got clairvoyance. Um, Uh It's where you like send something down to like hear or see okay. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it too dark to be able to Well, right now you're in lights. Or... 
Right now you're oh, in a we're light still in tunnel. lights. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, if you want to use that, well, when you it could gets, send one on ahead. It can go a mile down. Okay. Uh, just I didn't want to send it if it gets down there and I can't, it can't see. But I feel like it. You know, I had a similar thought. I also have like a uh, speak to animal. I was figuring like some of the flies that followed me in and are <laughs> buzzing around my behind. You oh. know how how oh, horses there's, do. There's there's there are no flies. <laughs> Uh, you know, they the, the no followed me down. through the, the rift and through the portal. <laughs> there is a swarm of flies. <laughs> Cave spiders or like animals with like no eyes that are all like mm -hmm. translucent. Are there any of those? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I'm not here. Not where you are right now. So I think I, I think I'm gonna try that though. <laughs> you can cast that, Felicia. I could be wrong. I think you have to. You just send it up, or does it have to be like where you are? It says when you cast a spell. You choose seeing or hearing. You choose seeing or hearing. Let's see. So I can't see? So, uh, no, oh. you can see it, but I think you have to cast it where you are. And then as long as you're within a mile of it, it works. So it's not like you can send it down unless you have some way of sending it down. Is this downhill? Maybe a little. So maybe we just send it on a barrel or something, you know? Just, uh... Can I get Gertie to send it down? <laughs> no. Come on. No. <laughs> Gertie! Chris could probably tinker you something up to carry it down. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Make a little tinker thing? I, I can. Do you need a roll? No, no, no. I don't I need a roll. It's just a little orb. It's just a, it's just a feature. You can thing. create those little things. Little, little. Automaton. Yeah, a little magical tinkering thing. Okay, cool. So you just make a little, you just pull one out. I'm like, you can probably just have one on hand. It's a very simple, uh, very, very, very... It's a uh, miniature wagon. <laughs> yeah, it's just wheels. <laughs> so you summon a little glowing teal orb, yep. put it on his little automated wagon thing. You just thing. see Mogert kind of putting her hands together. The tunnel, do we see it get darker? Not yet. Let's push this yeah, thing down yet. full speed. You're going to send it down? It can yeah. go a mile and you can see. So right. I just like have my hands like kind of cupped like over it, and then you just see in her hand is just this little orb, mm -hmm. and I just set it on the little tinkering thing that, okay. that uh, Chris makes. So as you all are walking, it takes off ahead of you, uh, probably about a running speed, so about twice the speed you guys are moving. And Mogert, you can see it. You can see what it sees, and it, you see more and more of this tunnel. Do I need to like hold on to somebody? <laughs> nah. Is it seeing through my eyes, or I can? Nah. Okay, I'll just make sure. We'll say you can just kind of do it. Pretty soon, though, you do see is uh, is it kind of takes a little bit of a turn, and up ahead, it's dim. And it keeps going. And you are coming up on a spot where it looks like the lights. You can see the last light shining. I, I think it's close. You roll up on it, and the moment you cross into the dark area, the wheels on the tinkering device quit turning. It rolls to a stop. Uh oh. It starts flickering. The vision does. Mogert pulls off one of her hammers. Well, and I just hold it in my hand. I'm like, it's not looking good. The last thing you see is a flashing of some red light in darkness, and then it goes out. Red. Bleep. Bleep. Chris, it stopped. <sighs> Y'all ready for a fight? Let's ride into battle. <laughs> Everyone get on. <laughs> we'll all get on top. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> can I? Erwin uh, motions with his shoulder towards his back. <laughs> yeah. I hop on. Yolderob hops on too. I hop on as well. And then I pull my staff off the back. <laughs> I'm holding my staff in one hand and then holding on to him with the okay. other. I turn to okay. Erwin and I'm like, can I, uh, can I climb on your shoulders? Erwin frowns. And then motions. <laughs> Just climb up your back. Yeah. 
Okay, so Mogert goes over. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mogert was wouldn't like, do I only it. have so many muscles. Mogert wouldn't do it. It's fine. Okay. Uh, are you all going for it? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Full speed ahead. I'm going to go in front of Erwin. All right. And I'm going to run up. Are you all running down the hallway? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm galloping. Oh. Oh. What is uh, what about Gilderob and and Nestle and um, at uh, at best Gilderob is like at a brisk walk. <laughs> he doesn't run. Okay. If Mogert's okay. running or okay. if Erwin's running, Mogert's trying to keep up. Okay. Yeah, I imagine okay. this like that moment in the Return of the King where like you know everybody's getting ready and we're just charging into the darkness. Like, I don't gallop yes, until yes, we're yes, close yes. enough to be, like, effective, palpable different distance to the darkness, you know? You can see it dimming up ahead. Can Mogar keep up at all? Uh, you can keep up enough because it's not too far of a distance where you probably won't be more than 30 feet behind him by okay, the time you I just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, Gilderob will be a solid That'd 40 be really feet behind sad you guys if he's walking. To be like... <laughs> he's in no hurry. I jumped onto the horse, the centaur. Yeah. His tail. <laughs> <laughs> Nestle's holding onto your tail. My tiny little She's just legs dangling back there. <laughs> she weighs like 10 pounds, yeah. don't even notice. Uh, you all are heading into the darkness. Okay. Yep. You run into the darkness. Let's do it. This is not smart. You see, you can see nothing. Okay. I have dark vision. This is just like back home. It doesn't matter. You still can't Crud! see. Crud! Dark vision doesn't work. Chris, you're on top of uh, of Irwin's back as you all pelt into the darkness. And the moment you get out of the glow of those mechanical lights back there, you are in what seems to be some kind of magical darkness. I don't like it. Does Chris do anything in that moment? I would attempt to cast light and see if that works. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to cast light on my staff, if that's okay. Yeah, you cast light, and it shines light in... 20-foot radius, and then dim light in an extra 20-foot. Okay. So so a four, 40 feet around you, 20 feet out from you. Mogert, you are running up behind them. You see them crest in the darkness, and it's like they disappear. Oh, dang. And you're running you know, about another six seconds before you hit the dark, but the time you do, you see a light spring on up ahead of you about another 30, 40 feet. Okay. And surrounding them, low to the ground, squatted down, are six strange mechanical insectoid things <laughs> with a glowing red light. Insecticons. But to find out how our party of adventurers will fare against these strange mechanical insectoid beasts, you'll have to tune in next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Make Believe Heroes with our special Make Believe Champions guests. We look forward to ending this special side adventure with Chris, Mogert, and crew next time. We love you. Goodbye. I'll do the Irwin. I'll do the Irwin. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you other. will. Okay. Yeah, you will. All right, let's do it. Let's I'm do ready it. for it. it. I'm ready for let's it. Yeah. Beautiful. If now I, we all do it. Yeah. If I had to listen to that every time, I could not get through a single intro. You wouldn't let me be an old lady. So I would for have to a be whole like, season. Hello. I would not let you do it for a whole season. Well, You're right. I'm You're right. Behind the scenes, ready? Originally, <laughs> Felicia wanted to play 
Gertie, Gertie. not Mogert. She wanted to be <laughs> old lady dwarf woman. It would have been and great. And she wanted to talk like this. I and I'm like, like Felicia, this. no one will ever, ever take you seriously for one second. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so sorry that if your you buddy are, died. Old lady that just kicks <laughs> yeah. the crap out yeah, of Yeah, old lady comes in and just destroys Sebastian Blackfire. You know? <laughs> I did get she to do that, She just takes off her shoe them. and starts hitting him with it. I wanted to play Carl Weezer. With her, like, cane. Mm-hmm. Just, like... Oh my goodness, Zach! Yeah. Please. <laughs> Hello, everyone, Hello, and everybody welcome. No, Zach, I need my spray bottle. <laughs> Hang on, Make my spray bottle. Heroes. I'll just be the teacher. <laughs> and well, no, I'm. No. I, I can reach you. Okay. Uh, my voice was great. <laughs> please, you're first. Oh, it's me. I, was <laughs> I don't know. You had one it's job. Been a long day. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, they're wearing uh, like a like a frock, you know, or not a frock, <laughs> but you know, what do you call, what do you call those things? Like they wear one, like those vests. Smock. Smock. I don't know. Say it again. I think it, I think it rhymes with <laughs> frock. Smock. Uh, shock. Anyway, they're in shock. Um, yeah, you've never seen a goose before. They look like these. Uh, I've seen geese. Um, and as Irwin says, he looks like this. Um, Gooster Rob's kind of tail feathers flutter Gooster a little Rob. bit. And then there's uh, like a semi-solid wet spot on Tina's shoulder. Oh my god! No one can prove it came from 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 Gusterob, but no uh, one can he, prove he it. jumps he jumps down off of Tina's. Uh, no one can prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one can prove. We're it. We're never getting no through this episode. No one can prove. <laughs> no one can prove it. I think we win. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, just give us, just give us the stone, Paul. You find a level three rune stone. We're really pushing for a session three here. Oh, you need a rune stone. I've got ten back here. That was hilarious. You start operating the rig. Yeah, let's do it. Just free fall Five, for the first four hundred feet. Three, two, one. We're going on a trip in, in our, our favorite, favorite rocket ship. <laughs> Little wow. Einstein. Little Einstein. Okay. You guys climb are climbing down. <laughs> you, all, you all climb down it's the hole. You climb down inside go. the mine. You all go down. <laughs> you go down in the mine. <laughs>